following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. What's up, Michigan? It is time for another hour on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guest, Superfly Hayes, the legendary timekeeper of the huge show behind the glass producing this thing, always on top of everything. Uh, we're going to spend some time, once again, with Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. You can follow both on Twitter, Facebook, online. One of our Lions NFL insiders, and he's part of the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, look for that. And also the recap of Senior Bowl Week down in Mobile, Alabama, with the Detroit Lions podcast crew. Search for it on YouTube and also uh, they're doing one each and every week. The, or just Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. All right, Jeff, uh, let's continue our conversation. So the Lions offseason, if you're looking priorities in order from new contracts to free agency that first part of March into the draft, which we touched on a little bit earlier, what are priorities one, two, and three right now for Holmes Campbell and Sheila Ham. I think the first thing that they're going to do, and Brad Holmes talked about this yesterday, is they're figuring out who they want to pay that's on the roster right now. Guys who are eligible for extensions that they can extend. Amon Ross St. Brown stands out as one of those. He's certainly going to be around. Jared Goff probably needs more money. He is under contract for next year for $30 million, roughly close, close to it. I don't have the exact figure in front of me. I'm doing this off my head, but if they want to get ahead of the market and they want to show their loyalty to him, probably need to get something done with golf this off season. And there were a lot of people, myself included, who thought that they might get it done during their bye week. They didn't do that. Uh, it's not a sign that they don't want golf. He's he's. If you hear anything from from anybody in the Lions organization, Jared Goff is their guy. Like there's zero question about that. That no, they're not moving on from him. They're not putting Head and Hooker in to start. In a, that no, sorry. There's a lot of people that want that. Not going to happen. It's Goff's team. So they're going to get that. Then they'll have a better idea of where they can go shopping and free agency. Free agency comes before the draft. Free agency starts the week after the combine, which is at the end of the month. I'll be down there in Indianapolis uh, from the week that spans February into March. And uh, they'll, I think Brad and Dan both talk on that Tuesday or Wednesday. It's not scheduled yet, but then then the players all work out. But that, the funny thing is that when we go down there, is when we learn collectively who they're looking at in free agency because the free agency signing period starts the next week and all the agents are there in Indianapolis. And Brad kind of talked about it yesterday. Like, don't expect a lot of fans out there that have their eyes on guys like Daniil Hunter, Jalen Johnson, you know, top shelf. That's not where Brad's – If just listen to what Brad said. They're probably not where they're looking. They're looking at that next tier. 
where they got a guy like Cam Sutton last year, where they got a guy like Graham Glasgow last year, uh, where, they, where they've picked up guys in the past that, you know, wind up being Josh Reynolds is a good example. David Montgomery is a good example. Starters, not top line starters, but guys that fit what they want. And that, and I cannot stress this enough, Bill and listeners, not everybody fits what the Lions are looking for. If you just listen to what Brad, okay, Brad and Dan have both said it, talent doesn't matter nearly as much as fit with our team and our culture and what we're trying to do here. That's why Jalen Carter was never coming here. That's why Kayvon Thibodeau was never, never coming to Detroit. They weren't Lions. They want Lions. And they. one of the things that we did learn down in, in Mobile and talking to a, a Lions staffer was they have a really good idea of who isn't a Lion just by looking at them, by watching the way they play, the way that they interact with their teammates, the way that they're coached, those sorts of things. They're really good at eliminating players from consideration right away. And again, I will reiterate, they eliminated Jalen Carter at this point last year before all that crap came out at the Combine. He he was They just didn't like his football character. They're going through and doing that stuff now, and it's going to frustrate a lot of fans because they're going to miss really good players like Jalen Carter. Guy's a really good player. Was never going to be a Lion. You're going to get a lot of that this year where you're thinking, oh man, that guy would be perfect. Well, yeah, talent-wise, but... They don't see him that way. And it's from a coverage standpoint, it's frustrating too because there's a lot of guys that I really like that would I would love to see in Detroit, and they're never going to come here. They're just not. I think Holmes has a plan and it's worked. He had a nine and eight last year, you know, leading twenty four seven halftime of the NFC championship game this year. That you have to pay golf, may rework a Sewell deal, St. Brown. Yeah, uh, you're gonna want to bring. So will, they, so will they have another year on, but they could get it done. Right, but yeah. you know, you want to get Glasgow back. Who knows about uh, Jackson? And so that's a big part of your. Oh yeah, you, you've money. got that. That's where you start because then you know how much you have to spend. Right, and, and then now you're gonna go those next level guys, and you're gonna hope with your pick 29, with a second rounder, with four picks in the first three rounds, that he has been fabulous. And drafting players that fit their very, system. Very, very good. Absolutely. Beyond excellent. We can, any superlatives we want to throw his way. So you're going to hope that at one of those need positions, which would be edge rusher, offensive line. Yeah, cornerback. Cornerback. That in those three positions, you're going to hope with pick 29, with your second rounder, uh, with a third rounder, you're going to hope you land two starters because, yes, you know, Planning on every year to have rookies help the Lions like they did this year, I think a lot of people may have to hold up a little bit on that because that was just a gift from God. To see. I've never seen an NFL team this deep in the playoffs have that many rookies making an impact. Have you? Their top four picks were all... Have you ever seen an NFL no, team that deep in the playoffs? Not not, not with one rookie class, not the way they did that. No, that, like, so, so the, if, you can get, if you can land two... If you can starters get, out of the first, out of those four picks, right? Right, two twenty twenty four starters. You can do that. It, then you don't have to spend a gazillion dollars in free agents. Exactly. And then you can then you can lock up more of your own guys as you're going forward. And that seems uh, that's my point, Joe. Yeah, exactly. That, that he has a plan that's worked. Why is he going to deviate from it? Hundred percent. Totally with you on that. Now again, he could use one of those extra picks in the first four rounds to trade up to twenty to get somebody he wanted in the first round. 
Right. If there's somebody that, that they desire like that, absolutely. And they can also move back and get a couple extra picks and move it, or they can shift one. And the think next they year. could get depth on the O line there, right? Right. Good, very good year to need offensive linemen, both outside and inside. Well, with the depth Great. at quarterback, I, I, I was looking at a mock draft. I don't know if it was yours or wherever, that where they're at at 29, there's going to be a solid cornerback available. Yes. And really, if you look at all their positions, cornerback, edge rusher, and lineman, O-lineman, or D-lineman, they're going to have a pretty decent shot at a starter at pick 29, a 2024 starter at one of those positions. Totally agree, 100%. And maybe even into the second round. This is a for what the Lions need. And again, if you're a, you know dreaming of the next big quarterback, yeah, it's loaded at the top, right? And we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But for what the Lions need, which is going to be – Shut down corner eventually, opposite edge of Hutch, starter or at least depth when you talk about two linemen currently on the payroll for the Lions. I, I think I think it's sitting there in the draft and some mid-level free agents. You can't bring Cam Sutton back. Oh, you can't cut him either, though, because it costs you $12 million extra to get rid of him. He'll Are be you- back. He'll oh my be God! Back. He, he he cost twelve million to cut him. Yeah, twelve million more than you're paying him in dead money because he's got oh my he's got God. he's got two void years at the end of his oh, contract. That's a poison that. pill. I so. thought they could get rid of him and eat like three, four million. Nah, he'll he will be back. Twelve million it cost to cut him. Yeah, aside from the the regular salary cap that you would be paying oh him anyway. My so Lord, he's not going anywhere, folks. He might be oh. going. To, he'll be moving down the depth chart hopefully, oh. but he's not leaving Detroit. They can't do that because if you if you if you eat that. Are Michigan State police detectives investigating <laughs> a robbery there? He, uh, I didn't. I thought they could like eat uh, again. I'm not no, a salary he's, capologist. He's, uh, yeah, he, they, they can get out after next year. But oh. and again, this is a this is a guy. He's a, he was a good starting. Why was he so Pittsburgh. bad at tackling and covering with the Lions? He lost his confidence. You think he did? Yeah, hundred percent. Because uh, this is a guy. Twelve million. I thought they could like get rid of him and eat like. Three million. You know, something. he's one of those guys. He's oh. never been a guy who's a shutdown guy, but he was really good at like, as soon as the guy caught the ball, he'd get him down, and that went away. What do you and, think Cam Sutton thinks when he looks at his own film? I think so. First off, he's a really, really smart guy. This guy who was his high school class valedictorian, very thoughtful guy. He's thinking, I, I wish he would. I wish he would see. I can't keep biting on the short routes when nobody's ever running short on me. They're going over top of me, and I can't catch them. I, I think that he's going to realize, and I, I do hope that he will be better. I hope that he will be better coached next season. I don't think that the Drake million, if they work, wanted to cut him, they'd have to eat? Yeah. beyond the, they're, they're already paying him, I think it's $9.5 million. So it's they, like a $21.5 million? Yeah. Oh, my God. Poison pill. That's where that's where the downside of void years at the end of a contract come in. You can't get rid of these guys early. You just can't. Oh, I thought they could, like, <laughs> like I said, you'd be a, you know, you'd have to eat something. Yeah, so the, uh, he'll be back. He'll be competing. I, I expect him to be cornerback two on the outside, maybe cornerback three. Remember, in Pittsburgh, he was at his best in the slot. Lions don't need him in the slot. Well, all right, so what, what's your guesstimate for the Lions secondary? Now that I found out the shocking news that <laughs> it costs like $21.5 million yeah, to so eat on Sutton. I think one of their outside cornerback starters is currently in, in the NFL on another team, a free agent. I think another one is in the draft, and I think Cam who, Sutton's going to be competitive with that. Who Who's in that other team category that you think would fit the Lions culture, which you talked about as the most important thing, 
and not break their salary cap bank. Marshawn Lattimore from the Saints is an interesting one because they just restructured his contract, and the way that they restructured it was sort of like, okay, we're moving on. Like because they they were in a case, they were initially with a situation where if they wanted to even trade him, it would have cost them thirty million dollars. They've eased that over, so he's more attainable now. This is a guy who played the position very much like the way Aaron Glenn played cornerback in the NFL. And if you don't know, Aaron Glenn was a great cornerback for a very long time. And that's, that's where his focus is. So they're going to get somebody like him. Uh, He's probably not going to break the bank. That's, that's another one where you're probably trading maybe one of your third round picks this year and a day two pick next year to get him. That's just my, that'd be such a great pickup. And, you know, this is a guy who started and in familiarity with Campbell and Glenn know his character and how he fits, right? Exactly. Now, I will say they had that situation with C.J. Gardner-Johnson last year. I don't think he's coming back. He's a free agent, and I don't think he really wants to be back. And I don't think Was he waving goodbye to the crowd when it was 24-7? I think he was. I saw that video. Was. Right? Yeah. He just— In San Francisco. Yeah. He— uh, he was good at the beginning of the year, but then the play wasn't there. The, the play wasn't commensurate with the talk and the, the headaches that went with it. And he's not an easy guy to coach, and I think that they're probably going to be done with that. He's a free agent. Now, I will say Brian Branch has come out very strongly saying, I need my dog back. So you know, that maybe Branch will be learning a hard lesson in economics. I don't think he'll be back. But well, Lattimore would be perfect to the leader in that secondary. He'd be great. Um, but there's, there's, there's other guys out there, too. Cam uh, Sutton has got to be better to be on the field. He knows that. He has. The Lions know that, too. Uh, so, uh, you know, Jerry Jacobs will be back and healthy. I think he's probably best as your number three or number four. Yeah, he was a great guy. rotation in guy. Yeah, and then then he fell off. Uh, and So why is it these uh, cornerbacks, when we look at falling off and we look at the Lions as a whole as a team, who could we say fell off? Hutch had a horrible NFC championship game, one yes, of the worst he football games he's ever had, ever, probably in his life. Yeah. And that just came at the wrong time, and you're against a good team. Yeah, but he was great against Tampa Bay. He was. He was great all year, especially the second half. Yeah, uh, he fell off a little bit. Well, Kaminsky disappeared. From Kaminsky's another one. What and happened to him from last year, the previous season, to this past season? It just they they started playing him inside more inside more often, and that just didn't suit him. Uh, he's a 285, 282, I think, pound guy. He's just not built to be that. He was guy. getting pushed around. He was, and it didn't counter it all that well. He, I will say, he is never a guy who's going to make a lot of splash plays, but he is a guy who's going to set things up, and he didn't set things up all that well this year either. So he's a guy you can probably see him. He fell off. He'd be in the he fall did. off category. Um, Romeo Okwara. Well, just that Tampa game was as bad of a game as I've ever seen him play. Okay, so he's on the fall off category. Yeah. CJ fell off coming back after the injury. Yeah, I think Jack Campbell. Um, Great run stop. I don't. I don't want to say that he hit a rookie wall, but I just think that there's so much going on that he wasn't ready for. I worry about him covering people. I do too. <laughs> I, I think he's too. a great plugger in terms of the run. Right. Well, he's got to be more aggressive. There was that play in the Tampa Bay game where he didn't come downhill and attack, and he just he tried to meet him in the end zone instead of get. There's little things on that that he's going to look at on film. And be like, dang, how'd I miss that? And Rodrigo was that guy. Rodrigo is that guy. And Rodrigo is an ideal backup linebacker, special teams guy. They love him. Yeah, Kaminsky I, uh, fell off. CJ fell off. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hutch, it was a one-game thing. I'm not worried about him. No, I'm not worried. Hutch is going to be an all-pro next I year. I agree with Campbell. I, I, I watch him, especially tight ends dragging over the middle. Yeah. He can't 
stay yeah. with him. Alex Anzalone fell off a little bit, but then again, again, this is a guy who was playing with three broken ribs and a separated shoulder for the playoffs. So maybe cut him a little, a little slack. Yeah, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at, and the major drop off would be, you know, Sutton would be that second. Sutton just because early in the year Sutton was doing okay, he was doing fine, and then teams realized, oh, he's going to bite on those short routes. And so you think he, he lost sits. his confidence? I do, I, and hopefully he rebuilds that. I will say, the Lions hired a, several different defensive coaches last year. John Scott, defensive line coach, he's already gone. They're bringing in Terrell Williams from Tennessee. Great hire. Yes, 100%. We'll talk more about that as we get on. But uh, the other one that they brought in was Dre Bly, one of my favorite Lions. I love cornerbacks who think they can intercept every pass, even if it's a run play. That's Dre Bly. Not a very good coach last year. By the way, He went from Dre Bly to Dre Y. That's a good line. Also wasn't a very good coach at North Carolina, his alma mater, with their defensive backs either. Their their unit got a lot better once he left, and I'm worried that that's could something. they baby part ways with him. They're kind of late in the process for that now, but yeah. that, that, that can Glenn take that over with his experience? Glenn, so? Glenn is probably going to get more hands on, and Brian Duker, who's the secondary, was coach. it Glenn DB's coach down in New Orleans? Right, he was with Lattimore. Yes, he was, and Campbell was there. Campbell was there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I there, there, there's there's things that that can be done with that. Are they going to spend some money on a kicker? That no. Ever? Doubtful. And that, that was something. So yeah, that, that, that didn't come into play at all in the NFC Championship game. They, so we asked Dan and Dave Phipp, the, the special teams coordinator, about this last summer. I actually talked to Phipp for, at length about it because I asked a question that piqued his interest and he kept talking, which was great. But he's, Dan is the type where he sees playing and kicking a field goal as a loss because the offense didn't achieve what they wanted to. Didn't score seven. Right. He he likes the odds of going for seven and keeping drives going, but also, and this is where Fip came into it, he's like, Dan always tells me to have confidence in the defense to get things done if my unit isn't isn't working right. And that that's... Is that backwards with the Lions thinking? Because your offense is that much better. Right, but it's... That's sort of where... But the defense did show up and make plays in the second half against the Rams and the, defense, and the Bucks, and then they were doing it in the first half and really on that first drive when the Niners settled for a field goal, they, right? They they can make plays, uh, but they they Dan set out that they will kick field goals if they have to at the end of a half, end of a game, or if it's a, a situation where they, they feel like it's really advent, more advantageous for them than a touchdown, but they're not... They're never, never, I will repeat, they will never be in the business of kicking 53-yard field goals. Matt Prater has no place on this team because Matt Prater can't hit between 40 and 50. He can hit beyond 50 money, but he, he is statistically the worst kicker in the NFL over the last five years between 40 and 50 yards. Michael Bessie, by the way, is down there, too. It's almost when I hear this, I say, why even have a kicker and, and go for two all the time and Cam, go, go for touchdown? Dan would love that. Dan would absolutely love that. I'm being honest. I mean, I uh, <laughs> for for a game that big, why they moved on from, from Patterson for yeah, the Pat, mon- Patterson couldn't even make it reliably right. from 45. And then I, that's why I thought, okay, you, you had the money badger there for yeah. this scenario, but you know, it is what it is. They that's that's just something four. that's something where fans are just going to have to like learn because we we went from Eddie Murray. To Jason Hansen, to Matt Prater with like a one and a half year gap in there. Three of the best kickers we, you ever see. We in the are NFL. spoiled, freaking rotten with kickers. 
That's not what Dan cares about. And Fox about. has been a nice weapon. Fox is great. One of the best punters in the league. That, yeah. that punt he made, oh my goodness, that was as good of a punt as I've ever oh, the seen. One where they stepped in the end and zone. Chase Lucas couldn't keep his feet yeah. out of the end zone. Again, little mistakes like that. You can't make those if you're going to win championships. Mm. You wouldn't think that a cornerback having a size eight foot instead of a size six foot is that big. Like that 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 could very well be what cost them the playoffs. It wasn't just one decision. It was the the series of little errors. And the 49ers don't make those because they've been there before and they understand it. And the Lions are learning that, and they learn that the hard way. Are you sold that with the speed of JMO and the separation ability that Goff has the arm to throw the deep ball? Most of the time, yeah. Uh, they need to work on. So JMO has the speed. JMO, you see him sort of like adjust mid route as That's soon called as stopping to come back to the ball. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> you call it adjusting. <laughs> I call it stopping. I don't think he trusts that Goff is going to get him the ball where he thinks he's going. And that's something that the, he that, wants to chase the ball like he did in college. Exactly, and that's not where Goff. Goff has a decent arm. Like he's not Stafford. Nobody, nobody's Stafford. Goff can throw it, and that was one of the first things that we all collectively, as Lions media, saw in the first couple practices. We we're like, man, we were dogging. Like he can throw. Like he's not. So he's what's not, the execution he, issue that in games? It, it's timing, and it's still some trust between Goff and Jamo. And I honestly put it more on Jamo because I think Goff has put the ball where it needs to be. The one that they missed in the game. That throw was where it needed to be. Jamison wasn't there because the wrong he, way a little because, bit, yeah he? because he stumbled or, or you know held up a little bit. They got they got to work that out. They will. I, I have no worries that they won't get better. Uh, I that. thought Jamo on route running improved dramatically. He did the last third of the year. Hundred percent, he did, and that's something that they can build on. And remember, this that was sort of the end of his rookie year. If you go by games played and experience, like. Or he wasn't even allowed in the building for six weeks, like to practice. He was out for four weeks. They couldn't even practice. Like his freshman year, his rookie year, he, he didn't practice until late October. Like the very raw football player there. But he came on. He did. And, and, he's, and, part he, of, and he's part of the future. He is getting better. And the, he has embraced being a lion and the lions have embraced him. Jeff Riston embraces being a part of the huge show every time he's in studio. Lions Wire, Draft Wire, follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online. One of our Lions NFL insiders joining us in studio. If you have a Lions question, at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Also, if you are joining in late in the conversation. All of our podcasts with Jeff and our conversations about the Lions are available wherever you download podcasts. We are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the hole-out challenge, closest to pin contest, and $10,000 long putt. Junior golfers get in free and play the family fun zone. The Golf Show, coming February 9 through 11, DeVos Place, Grand Rapids. Special price Friday tickets at westmichigangolfshow.com. 
Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'll be broadcasting live from DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The West Michigan Golf Show is back Friday through Sunday, and I'll be doing a huge long drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator hosted by Event Swings. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay and golf for four at the world-famous Tullymore Golf Resort if you can beat my huge drive this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the sharp-dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and CZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and CZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state. And Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Get everything you need for the big game with just one stop at Meyer. Kick off the party with buy one fresh from Meyer family pack chicken wings for $2.99 per pound and get one Frederick's by Meyer wing sauce free. Pick up extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Meyer party size chips for $2.99 and buy one get one 40% off Meyer meatballs. Plus, DiGiorno pizza is just $4.99. Everything for the big game is easy to get with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. Also, Soren Eagle features Michigan's live go-to betting destination when it comes to sports the ascend sports book and nightclub inside soren eagle and on your app store you can download the eagle casino and sports book app jeff risden lions wire draft wire follow both on facebook and twitter online one of our lions nfl insiders also a co-host on the detroit lions podcast you can find on youtube talking about the lions off season, I'll get a Super Bowl prediction before the end of the hour. Uh, but Ben Johnson's staying. If there were bright spots, two of them, not losing Johnson or Glenn as your old coordinator, defensive coordinator, last week, those two things were big for the Lions. That was such a needed lift for those of us who were down in Mobile because we were pretty sullen down there. And, you know, we were getting a lot of, oh, I feel, you know, 
you'll be back. But then then Ben Johnson, knowing that he's coming back, that was a massive lift for us. And the, he's, again, he is so in tuned with what Jared Goff does well. And the fact that they've designed an offense that makes Jared Goff into a borderline all-pro, and he is, that's, you don't want that walking out the door. Uh, he's a young, ambitious, bright, you know, smart coach, understands his personnel. The players like him a lot. Uh, getting him back, boy, the other thing that came with that, he was probably taking a assistant coach or two with him. Now you don't have to find any of these guys now. And remember, we're very late in the process. We're in February now. You know, it's hard to find good coaches that are still on the market at this time of year. Uh, the the Falcons are finding that out. The Chargers are finding that out. Like, oh, uh, the guy, all the guys we wanted are gone. Like, why does it have to go through that? They did make one change. They hired Terrell Williams as their new defensive line coach and defensive run game coordinator. I know Diana Rossini didn't put the defensive part into her tweet when she first announced it, and people went crazy. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought I thought we had that already. Not on defense. He's our defensive guy. That's a good hire, if not great. He's a very good hire. And uh, I, I spent a lot of time down in Mobile with my good friend, Teron Davenport, who covers the Titans for ESPN. He and I have been friends for 15 years. Uh, he's actually the reason why I have a job. So I, I thank you, Teron. But uh, he, he could not say enough great things about how good of an instructor and person and motivator Terrell Williams is. Uh, the, the man runs a terrible senior bowl practice, but that's not what they're hiring him for. He's a guy. Uh, Teron gave him direct credit for turning Jeffrey Simmons from being a pretty good player into an all pro from turning Tyre Tart into a guy that's you know, earning a lot of money um, as a guy that was an afterthought. He, guys get better under him. He's a teacher fits right in with what the Lions like to do. They like to develop talent and maximize what they've got. He's going to be good for it. And, and one of the guys that Teron said unprompted to me was like, if Levi Anzarike is ever going to be a player, Terrell Williams is going to get it out of him. Well, and they kept Glenn. Uh, his name, because of openings, you know, Seattle, Washington at the end, he was still uh, in the NFL opening conversation. And so you keep Glenn, uh, you keep Johnson. You hear, I think St. Brown said something that Johnson told him, unfinished business, that that loss still stings, that they want to go show everybody we can get past that point, win the NFC, and get to a Super Bowl. So I think that's a pretty strong offseason message and a lack of movement that helps Alliance. Absolutely. And even a couple other guys, like Tanner Engstrand was up for the offensive coordinator position in uh, in Tampa Bay. He didn't get it. Uh, he is the uh, – he's a passing game coordinator. And I believe he's a tight ends coach. No, he wasn't. Uh, Steve Hyden was the tight ends coach. There was somebody else who was also up for another position somewhere else, and all that stuff blurs for me because I was on about two hours of sleep a night in Mobile. But uh, they're, they're back. Everybody that they wanted back on their coaching staff is back. That's huge. A lot of times when you get teams that are having success like this, they're going to get poached away. Saw it with Philadelphia last year. Shane Steichen's in one place. You know, they, they, they lost a lot of assistance, and they had to hire Matt Patricia to run their defense. Like, mm. that's how you lose. Like, the Lions don't have to go through that. And the coaching continuity, it means that the message can stay the same. The guys that are here don't have to learn new terminology. They're comfortable with the coaches. They know what to expect. They know what the coaches expect of them. That's that's a very underappreciated thing, and that's not something that happens a lot with with teams that are rocketing up like this. People always want to catch on to that rising star and pull something off of it and make it their own. Lions don't have that issue this year, and that's a great development. 
Well, let's be honest, and we've seen it uh, with guys like Schwartz. Patricia, I haven't seen his value as a coordinator <laughs> or a coach. I, I don't get it. He must just really be a great interview. I don't know. And a good beer-drinking buddy uh, with oh. head coaches or GMs, whatever. But everyone's not cut out. I mean, look at Belichick's assistant tree. None of them uh, no. were worthy of being head coaches. We got on Charlie Weiss. We got on the list. Eric Mangini, a guy well, who I know is a great some, guy. And some guys just, just not are better coordinators. They're just not made. Jim Schwartz, I think, has come to that realization I don't see, in life. My my view here is when I look at Johnson and Glenn, I don't see head coaches yet. I don't. I see good coordinators. I see a hood. I see a head coach in Aaron Glenn. I don't see it in Ben Johnson yet. And that's not again. That's not a negative directed at Ben Johnson. It's just. I don't think he's ready for that level. And by the way, I think that he knows that too. That's one of the reasons why he got a little bit of a cold feet, especially in the Carolina last year, not this year, but last year when when he said, "I'm I'm not, I'm not I don't want all that." This guy has got a newborn at home. He's got another a, a young child at home, young family. He's making more money than he can possibly do with now. Like he's not he's not going for more money. What's, what's the difference between seven million and ten million when you've got? Seven million or like the, the, the one extra boat. Okay, your 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 boat is eight feet longer. Like wh- wh- that's not what he's motivated by. He and he knows. He he especially knows that he's he's in a position where if he keeps doing what he's doing, he's going to get better offers than going to Carolina, where the owner wants you to take Bryce Young, and that's a poison pill that you're never going to outlive. I feel bad for Dave Canales, who's their new head coach, because he's got to deal with Bryce Young, and that's just not going to work. And that's going to be another minimum two years. Yeah. Uh, you're going to say it, he's young and you're franchise. And yeah, and I, I love Dave Canales. I think he's a great hire for anybody, but it's not going to work in Carolina And, and look at the Lions with their, again, their draft. That hooker will be a dependable backup. He's their number two next year. They All got right. that taken care of. They yeah. don't have to go shopping for that anymore. Yeah. Hey, we were waiting on signing a backup until... They got Bridgewater. We were screaming about that all season. Remember, we were worried. We were worried about having Tim Boyle come back. Oh my God! Oh my Lord! I mean, some of the people the Lions have ran through that organization, but now with Hamp, with Holmes, with Campbell, having Johnson back, Glenn, I love the pickup of Williams as defensive run coordinator. I do too, and also just D line coach. You know, you you're, you're going to take care of golf. You have all that young talent. Uh, we went through the moves earlier in the show. It's not a major project to insert talent and have the Lions be a top four team in the NFL going into this upcoming season. I think I've seen some of the Super Bowl odds for a year from now, and the Lions are the second favorite in the NFC behind the Niners. They're right there, and they should be. They they made it, they were so close this year, so close. Mm. So close. They're going to learn Superfly from Superfly was going to Vegas, too. We didn't. Uh, he was going to produce. We had it set up with a backup to be in here, and he was going to Vegas the whole time and going to the Super Bowl as well. <sighs> Instead, he's getting you a sandwich, <laughs> me a sub, and thanks, Brett. he's looking at us. Producer Brett's like, when can I golf? Almost. Look at sunshine. We see more sunshine in the last three days than we have the last two months. I'm just happy my sunburn has faded from. The I know. First I see day. your. No, no, you know. I saw. I, I, my you, skin you is look peeling. Like, you look like a bad David Hasselhoff. You look like like Baywatch, the senior citizen edition. Yeah, last Tuesday. You got skin the, the, peeling. The, the, I, do, I do. I do. I, I know. I do. I almost I felt own. like we needed some. I looked at the sanitizer and said, "Is this <laughs> hand lotion or something?" 
He needs some aloe. Yeah, over last there. Tuesday I got fried. And just I on had, the field watching the game. Had, had some wonderful sunglass lines. I look like a red panda. I mean, you, out you there. really you got hit yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I did. Were I, you laying by the pool and just fell asleep? I wish. No, unfortunately, we were, we were outside from about nine thirty in the morning till about three in the afternoon in oh. the bright sun. Not a, not a cloud in the sky. Mobile, Alabama, yeah, beautiful. No, no sunscreen. Right there on the oh. show, the Woo. causeway. Oh, sweet tea. I. Uh, I always enjoy going to Mobile, but I also always enjoy leaving. <laughs> Isn't that most trips, though? Yeah, definitely. Like this, I, I can only one, give me one night in Chicago. Give me not, the big cities now. I can't even yeah. go. But you know, Florida. You give me a week in Florida. I'm yeah. ready to come back. Yeah, I was ready to leave Mobile. Mobile but, is nice. I've been down to Orange Beach. Yeah, the oh, other yeah. Side it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like the downtown areas. That, well, so the problem this time is that Mardi Gras is going on. And I, I'm not a Mardi Gras guy. I'm just not. So you weren't, you didn't stay out all night for Mardi Gras? No. And uh, actually, I got, I, we got trapped in the hotel parking lot. I couldn't get my car out. I'm supposed to go out to dinner. So Three. now you're losing it because of the Mardi Gras. Yeah. And, and so, th- so I'm like, okay, I'm stuck here. I'm going to make the best. You I'm, didn't run over a float, did you? I did not. But I, okay. I went out and I'm like, okay, I'll go catch some beads. I'll go watch this parade. And it was a bunch of people that were like, you know, Late fifties to early sixties, and they're really rich kids being obnoxious. That that was that was my Mardi Gras experience in Mobile. <laughs> and I see why he wanted to get home. In <laughs> That's not my scene. <laughs> yeah, I have Mama's uh, sweet tea out of, by the causeway uh, down in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, we do have Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both on Facebook, Twitter. Online, one of our Lions NFL insiders talking Lions off season. We do have one final segment with Jeff uh, coming up. If you want to drop a question, Lions NFL related, uh, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. And speaking of the Lions in the NFL, if you want a shot at winning Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart from Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, Michigan's newest Yamaha. Golf cart dealer, just text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000. You'll be in the drawing this summer at a huge golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Just text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. 
They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right, we'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Get everything you need for the big game with just one stop at Meyer. Kick off the party with buy one fresh from Meyer family pack chicken wings for $2.99 per pound and get one Frederick's by Meyer wing sauce free. Pick up extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Meyer party size chips for $2.99 and buy one get one 40% off Meyer meatballs. Plus, DiGiorno pizza is just $4.99. Everything for the big game is easy to get with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on 19 radio stations across Michigan. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, Search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere you get mobile service in the entire world. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online. Co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube joining us. Final segment. Want to get his thoughts on the Niners and the Chiefs on Sunday in Vegas. I like the Niners. I think they'll look back at that first half against the Lions they got their wake-up call. They rallied. They're hungry. I have a tough time going against Mahomes, but I think the Niners will win a close one, something like 35-31 on Sunday. What's your thought on the game? I think the the biggest thing that I have a trouble with for both teams is that the worst part of their team is the offensive line. And both teams have really good defensive lines, and I wonder if that's going to impact the quarterbacks. And if it does, it's going to impact Brock Purdy a lot more than it impacts Patrick Mahomes. Because Mahomes knows how to play with a bad offensive line. I don't think Purdy can do that if he's under a lot of pressure. So I I like the Chiefs from that. I like the Chiefs' secondary, guys like Legereus Sneed. Uh, they're, They're able to go out and make plays. They can tackle pretty well. They mix things up pretty well. I think they're a smartly coached team. Not that the 49ers aren't, but I, I like the Chiefs, and I like we we when we were talking when we were talking about the the Lions playing the 49ers. You know, you got you know, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, all those weapons. Like the Chiefs don't have that, but they don't. They got they got Mahomes, and Isaiah Pacheco is the kind of guy that's going to give their light front trouble. That guy, he he says. He runs like he's he's biting kneecaps. Like he he runs like he's like trying to kill you. 
that that's that's a problem for what the 49ers try to defend because we saw David Montgomery have a lot of success. Jameer Gibbs, not so much. If you can run right at that defense, their linebackers are light. Their safeties are coverage guys. They're not down like Isaiah Pacheco. If they can get any blocking at all, is going to have a big game. He would be my my prediction for Super Bowl MVP. And I think the Chiefs win a lower scoring game, like twenty to sixteen or oh, something wow. like that. Lower, well, I yeah. said 35-31. Niners, you're going 20, 16, 27. Yeah, again, I, I think that the def- the defensive lines are so much better than the offensive lines on both sides of the ball that I think it's going to keep the score down. Rizzy, uh, really good stuff today, as always. People can follow uh, the Lions in the NFL uh, at uh, the Lions Wire at the Draft Wire on Twitter. Lions Wire, Draft Wire on Facebook, and the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, Jeff and the crew do a solid job weekly. You can search for their Senior Bowl recap and also uh, a recap on the Lions' loss in the NFC title game and the offseason. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Jeffrey, uh, we'll talk soon. My pleasure. Thanks for having me in. And in regards to this show, if you miss any podcast, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, they're free, and you can catch up and listen when you want to. Big. Bad. Huge.